Good evening, baseball fans. It is Sunday, March 5th, and I'm saying good evening because we are recording this in the actual evening. Um, obviously, if you are on YouTube and you see Tom over there, obviously not Shelby. That is Tom from our good friend Tom from the Astros Baseball Podcast. Um, earlier today, if you saw the Back That Astros Up um, podcast, you saw his pod partner, Rob, because, you know, that's that's how we like to mix it up over here. Um <laughs> So I split them up, and I got I got one in the morning, one in the evening, and this is uh this is how we roll on the I don't know the fifth episode of sixth episode of Bourbon and Baseball. I don't I don't know I don't know what season <laughs> where I know we're on season two. I don't know what episode we're on. I've lost track. Um, I will figure that out at some point. But if you are if this is the first time that you are listening slash watching to uh, us on Bourbon and Baseball, I say us. Not you're not gonna watch Tom. You're gonna watch me mostly. Shelby, Tom. Just here. Um, you should be forewarned. This is an, not, I wouldn't say X-rated. I would say maybe maybe R-rated, R-rated podcast. There I would is, go so far as to say like NC-17. I don't know what you're talking about. What? What? <laughs> what? Inappropriate adult humor? What? I don't. Ah, that's not us. It's totally us. Just just know that that, that will happen. Uh, most of the time we're drinking. I'm not drinking tonight, though. Tom, are you drinking? I've got an energy drink. That's where I'm oh, at. You know. I spent the day I, doing breaks and car work. I'm exhausted. Oh, so this is to get like me fun. through, you know. Tom, uh, you do breaks and car work? You know, I work, <laughs> like, my, my primary function is to do, like, you know, mechanical things. I'm an assembler. Oh, so okay. I used to work on aircraft. I oh. like to think that I'm able to bend wrenches on my own vehicle. I don't like to though. Like I don't okay. know enough about it. So I'm YouTubing half the time. I went to my dad's, you know, he's a wealth of knowledge on older vehicles. Uh -huh. The newer stuff is like foreign to him. So we spent today like on the struggle bus. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. I was uh, gonna say, I, I hope that you have enough knowledge to work on brakes because I feel like those are those are a little important to <laughs> to know how to work on. You know, that's that's not something you want to fuck around with and be like I think I got it. Maybe. <laughs> In the middle work. Fingers yeah. crossed, right? Okay. So anyhow, um, if you just heard that F-bomb, you would have heard that obviously that's that's what we do here. That's um, I get no money for this show, so therefore I get to drop all the F-bombs I fucking want. Um, so if that is not your jam, if you don't like cuss words, if your children are listening to this, uh, <laughs> I can't, I don't know what to tell you. You do you. I, I'm going to do me. Um, so again, cuss words. Inappropriate adult humor, alcohol, not your thing. Probably not the podcast for you. Uh, for that, I apologize because you're going to miss out on some really fun baseball talk. So uh, let's get into it. Tom, I almost called you Rob. I'm very sorry. Three-letter <laughs> names are apparently hard for my tiny woman brain to handle tonight. Um, but we got we got some spring training ball going on. Have you been able to watch any of the games? I haven't actually watched like live telecasts. I've been following a lot like mm -hmm. on my phone. I get the updates, especially when the Astros are going. I'm going through box scores just to kind of see how guys are doing. Obviously, Twitter's buzzing. You know, baseball Twitter is real. And every team's got their own faction, and they're telling you how it is, whether their club is going to win it all, whether mm -hmm. they overpaid for somebody because they went out and got this free agent, like all the things. So right. if you're looking for it, it's out there. And I've just kind of been taking it in that way. It's pretty interesting so far. There's been some injuries out there, some some prominent guys. Obviously, we got our own prominent guy right. you know, with some stuff. Right. So, I mean, I kind of like take the wait and see approach with a lot of it. 
some of it's cool. Some of it's like, oh, that's nice. I mean, we've got some young guys that are hitting the cover off the ball, but mm-hmm. it's all preseason baseball, spring training baseball. We'll see what happens when they really tee it up. Right. So we we earlier when we were talking about the the show and you know going through the what we were going to discuss either spring tra- either spring training matters not a bit or spring training matters all of the bits you know so if your team's doing well it don't fucking matter cuz it's it's spring training if your team <laughs> sucks no 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 it that also doesn't matter cuz it's spring training like they're still getting their feet under so you know like we take everything with a grain of salt for spring training but if your team is sucking it up right now, like you're, it's a little uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. If the Astros were sucking it up right now, I'd be like, hmm, kiss our World Series chances goodbye. You know, not really. But, you know, like the, the pessimistic, pessimistic side of my brain is like, nope, nope, not going to happen. Not going to happen. The optimistic side of my brain is like, Susie, calm your tits. It's like not even two weeks into spring training. Like, stop it. Um, so for, for all of the, the things going around in baseball, if you do not follow all of the baseballs, um, here's a quick rundown. Red Sox, Red Sox are undefeated. The Boston Red Sox are undefeated. Let me repeat that. Uh, the, the Chicago Cubs were the first team to throw a combo no hitter in spring training. See, the, like those two items, like right off the bat, are not the two things that I would have put money on at the beginning of spring training. Like if I were, if you were to tell me, hey, Susie, what would be on your spring training bingo card? Neither of those things would be on my spring training bingo card. Like I, I would not have the Red Sox being undefeated. Now, granted, there have been some ties. We have tied them. Um, I can't. Have we tied, tied them twice now? I can't remember. I think so. So apparently we're, we tied them twice and they have defeated everybody else. (laughs) Um, And the Chicago Cubs leading off with Justin Steele. And I want to say six other pitchers threw a combo no hitter last night. And I, again, my brain is boggled because I'm sorry, the Chicago Cubs, what? Um, and Tucker Barnhart, the catcher, apparently gave them all Spider-Man watches and, um, like Super Mario Brothers, like action figures or something today as like a, hey, like, look what we did. And I was like, that's adorable. He's like, you know, cause I'm just a big kid at heart. I'm like, Tucker Barnhart, good for you. Like, I like that a lot. And Justin Steele is also a baby. So, um, but good for you, Chicago Cubs. Again, it's not, that's not what I thought we were going to have during spring training, not the Chicago Cubs. Along with that, Trey Mancini, hats off to you for hitting your first dinger out of the park. We like that. I really hope he gets his his stroke back. And I, I was so sad. I was so sad that Trey Mancini just did not, it just fell off for us last season. Anyhow, Trey Mancini, Chicago Cub, good luck over there. Um, Kodai Senga, the Mets signed all of the players for all of the money in the offseason. Um, and Kodai Senga will be their, probably their third starter, for, came over from Japan. And if you aren't familiar, Kodai Senga has something called a ghost fork pitch. 
I am not well versed enough in all of the pitches to know how that is different than like a splitter. But apparently there's a difference. At some point, I will dive into that and we will revisit that. Do you know the difference? I believe it's just how much the ball is into the grip, so to speak, where, I mean, I don't know if you can see my hands, but if you could, you know, you'd you'd have the split finger grip, but then Mm -hmm. the fork ball is like buried, the ball is buried in between the two fingers, as opposed to like laying the fingers on top of the baseball. I think that is what makes a splitter a splitter and not a fork ball. Interesting. So then... Wouldn't Ryan Stanek's splitter be considered a fork ball? Because his good his, question. his ball is is deep. His ball is deep down there. Um, his... <laughs> right on brand with the show, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, I texted Shelby the other night. I was watching one of the broadcasts, and they were saying something, and I texted her, and I was like, I can't with this. Like I. I was like, what the actual fuck? Hold on. I got, I got to read it to you. Cause it's, it was, it was amazing. Um, they were talking about, they were talking about the bigger bags and the, and the both, both broadcasters <laughs> uh, talking about, you know, how, e- how much easier it would be for the, like the second baseman to get over there and stuff. And then one of the, one of the guys goes, yeah, they got another three inches to feel around and find it. Wow. <laughs> I was like, fucking stop it. I was like, you did not just say that. And, and you could tell that the, you could tell that they were just like, he was like, like, as the words were coming out of his mouth, he realized like what he was saying in the manner he was saying it. And he like, there was that kind of like a kind of like a real quick hitch. And then they just moved on. real. Quick. <laughs> but I was like, too late, too late. The words, words are out of your mouth now. Like I can't take it back. Now it's now it's going to be part of the show. <laughs> so I wanted so. to double check just to make okay. sure I'm not giving terrible information. Perfect. And this is wiki because they know all the answers, right? Of course. The split finger grip is similar to the fork ball grip, but the fork ball is pushed further back and wider between the fingers as usually thrown with a wrist flip that makes it slower than the split. Interesting. Okay. Well then, hmm. Then I wonder, I wonder if Ryan Stanick's, split is considered a fork ball but i guess maybe then it wouldn't be the spin though i think i guess would be the the kicker i gotta believe that if you call it a split it's a split if you call it a fork it's a fork Uh um i still that that will that is my next deep dive into things is is learning the different pitches and how they why one why a pitcher is a is considered a pitch and not something else. And every time I like try and dig into it, my lack of athletic ability and just knowing, knowing baseball, I guess, like I'm all hmm, like that's, that's (laughs) the noise that that my brain makes when I try and learn (laughs) about the pitching. That's what the, that's, that's the noise that my brain makes. It's all "Mm, no, mm -mm, no. Like, okay, good, good job, brain. Let's, let's not learn about the pitching, but like like Tom just said, because, you know, we read in the internet. Um, that's why. But Kodai Senga's forkball is freaking nasty. Just ridiculous. And it and Pitching Ninja, if you guys don't follow Pitching Ninja on Twitter, you probably should. Like, you're missing out on, on lots of great, ridiculous, filthy pitches. 
and his they he did an overlay with his forkball and his fastball, I think. And one one is like up here in the in the strike zone, and the other one is just like below the strike zone, just at the dirt, and people are just swinging over the top. I'm all, that's magic. Like I don't understand. I, <laughs> I don't understand how people hit baseballs, anyways, though. But I don't understand how anyone is supposed to hit that. Like I don't think you can. I don't think you can. I think everybody is going to see all of the fork balls and he's going to tell you he's going to throw you a fork ball and you're still not going to be able to hit it. I honestly believe that. Like that is just freaking disgusting. And uh, I, I'm amazed that anybody can learn how to do that. Yeah. Um, so moving on. Um, Oh, good. Connected. I disappeared <laughs> for a little while. I don't I don't know what happened. That's good. I love all of the technical difficulties. It's my favorite thing ever. I was, I, I was just about to hit you up like, hey, uh, I lost <laughs> you. Because like sometimes it'll get sketchy and I'm like, all right, right. just ride it. Just ride through it. <laughs> right. just, She'll come back just, on the other side. <laughs> and then this time it was just like, <laughs> there was no just, just pretend, just pretend she's still there. <laughs> um, I'm not quite sure at what point it stopped. It stopped going. I don't know. So. Um, what what did you hear last, Tom? The last thing I heard was you talking about learning the pitches and, you know, oh, that's, good. that's okay. a deep dive that I'm going to go into. And, you know, I have so it. So far back. So far yeah, back. yeah, yeah. There was probably about 30 seconds that uh, <laughs> you owe me, I guess. Oh, so good. Okay. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to laugh when... All of that actually like went through and it's just going to be a double, it's going to be a double whammy here on, on the end, but that's okay. That's, you know, you, you get what you pay for. for the show. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, after I got done talking about um, the pitches, I started talking about Kode Senga's forkball and. Um, oh no, I got Ninja. all that. Okay. I got okay. all that. You, the last thing, the last, last thing was like, if you don't follow pitching Ninja, you really should. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and now my brain has just said, I don't, I don't recall any of that information. You're just going to have to move. <laughs> it's late. This is why I shouldn't record things late at night. Cause my brain is done by this time of night. Um, but so yeah, I don't, I don't understand how anyone can even fathom hitting that fourth ball. If it, I, I really honestly believe that if Kodai Senga just said, Hey, guess what? I'm going to throw you the fourth ball. See if you can hit it. I, I don't think people can. I honestly don't think people will be able to. And that just amazes me that people are even able to make contact with it, let alone do anything with it. But then other people are going to be like, see ball, hit ball. I don't understand what the problem is. If you can see my face right now, it's very sarcastic. Um, <laughs> Tatis and Soto in the outfield for the Padres is a problem. <laughs> I cannot with 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 Tatis and and Juan Soto in the outfield in the corners. I don't 
I understand that you want to keep their bats in the lineup. What are we doing over here, guys? Like, they're already in midseason form. Just missing all the fly balls. <laughs> and just not 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 doing the things. And I'm all, I have, I have to believe that true outfielders are staring at them just in shambles. Like, the fuck are you doing? Why? What is going on? You know, but I don't, I don't know. It's not a, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. I don't know. See, here's the thing. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, because my, my, my oldest played a little bit of T-ball coach pitch a little bit. Then didn't like it. Youngest hasn't figured out if he wants to do anything with sports. (laughs) But like all the best players were were shortstops, right? Like that was mm-hmm. the premier position. You started everybody right. there, and then they branched out. Right. So in that aspect, and it's kind of kind of you know ridiculous, but in that aspect, I kind of see what San Diego's doing. We're gonna take all the shortstops all over the land, and then just create a lineup full of shortstops, and we'll be okay. Will well, Miami has the same idea with second baseman. So, you know, what, I That's don't know true. what we're doing over here. <laughs> the one thing I will be able to say for, for San Diego is they're going to be able to hit with anybody. So That's true. if you don't take advantage of the fact that they can't field, they're going to score a ton of runs. Like yes. they've got, they've got an impressive lineup, not Astros impressive because I'm biased and, and the numbers bear it out, but right. pretty close. Yes. Yes, that is true. Um, I have a soft spot. I have a soft spot for uh, the Padres because of Hassan Kim and I'm Korean. Like not only is he an Asian baseball player, but he's a Korean baseball player. And those are few and far between, especially in, the, in you know, in like the, the, the majors. I mean, we, you know, we have G, G-Man Choi, but he's not. guy. I love him. Very flexible first baseman. But, you know, Hassan Kim. That's that is delightful over there. What what he's doing and the fact that he had to he had to fill in for Fernando Tatis Jr. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like Jeremy Pena had a had a had a big role to fill, had some big shoes to fill coming in after Carlos Correa. But to but to be the shortstop after Fernando Tatis Jr. Hats off to you, Hassan Kim. Hats off to you. And I felt bad for him because. Ain't nobody had any confidence in that man until he started hitting and started producing. And then people were like, oh, 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 all right. Okay, Hassan Kim. And um, also hats off to the the players and the uh, fans in San Diego because they literally chant his name when he is up to bat. And I fucking love that. I <laughs> I love that so much that, that they that – they, chant ha song kim ha song kim and it just it makes it makes my asian heart happy it's a very um, chantable name <laughs> it is it is the very very short and sweet and to the point I, we like it but i i had a i had a soft spot and then and now that he had to move over and go to second he's going to be even even more amazing and like you know but i'm all oh what what are you doing why, why, why'd you move him? I mean, like, I understand why you moved him because, you know, you had the bad man from, from the Boston Red Sox come on over, but my heart, my heart felt a little bit, but yeah, now, now they've moved Tatis to right and want gold glove Juan Soto. 
to left field. I still can't get over that Juan Soto won a freaking gold glove. That just, that boggles my mind. Well, how? Why? What? Well, you know, whatever. Um, and all the Padres fans, I say all the Padres fans. I don't think we have any Padres fans that listen to bourbon and baseball. But if there are, I apologize, Padres fans. I love, I love most of your players, but just not their fielding <laughs> capabilities. That's, I mean, it's true though. If you watch them, you would, you also would agree. Like if you're not a homer. Um, but yeah, so we've got, we've got those, we've got those guys over there. Um, I watched the game, the replay of the game, um, the Blue Jays and the Phillies and the Blue Jays just put a hurting on Zach Wheeler. Uh, he, he got out of the first, they put six runs on him. I don't know. I understand it's, it's spring training. We're still getting our sea legs and maybe he's working on a pitch. Maybe he's working on other things. I don't know. But I mean, they I was going to say that their main lineup wasn't out there, but their main line, my main lineup, most of the big guys were in the main lineup for the uh, blue Jays. But then, then he came, then he came out and Sir Anthony came in and, some of their big old relievers came in and Blue Jay said, I don't give a fuck who you're going to run out. We're going to put hits <laughs> on the board. And they put hits on the board. And then Chris Bassett came out. Um, oh, Jose Barrios started the game for the Blue Jays. I really hope that Jose Barrios figures it out. Because if he does, that's going to be a freaking scary, scary lineup. The Blue Jays run out there with... Uh, <clears throat> Chris Bassett and Alec Manoa and Jose Barrios can figure it out. Um, I am missing a big one. Who am I missing? Kevin Gosman. The, there we go. Mm. Is Kevin Gosman? Am I right on that? To the cloud. I'm all, wait. Yeah, I think it's Kevin. Big I think tall. Right. I think it's, yeah. Kevin Gosman, Alec Manoa, Jose Barrios, Chris Bassett. And you say Kikuchi, right? I think that's it. I don't have my notes in front of me. I don't have my spreadsheet in front of me. I do believe that is correct, but I am pulling it up as we speak. One million points for Susie's brain for figuring that out <laughs> this late at night. The Adderall has fully worn off and it's just not, not happening. So we have Alec Manoa. Kevin Gosman, mm -hmm. Chris Bassett, Jose Barrios. And then the fifth spot is one that they say is up for grabs with Yusei Kikuchi. Uh, Mitch White, Zach That's Thompson. not going to happen. Also not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, and I think they, um, was it, was it Yusei Kikuchi in, against the Rays? I can't remember, but I think, I think it was Yusei Kikuchi and, um, the Rays, and apparently it was so quiet there that the pitch calm, like you could hear the pitches, you could hear what the, what they were calling, and still blew by him. Like you knew what was coming. The Rays apparently couldn't hit it, so hopefully you say Kikuchi can figure it out because I would love if if the Rays beat the Yankees and took took the AL East. That would be Chef's kiss over there. I'm. I'm sorry, Yankees fans. I still love you. <laughs> now, Yankees fans, we do have some Yankee fans listening, and they're they're going to yell at me. They're going to yell at me in my in my Twitter DMs. Um, be like, Susie, what the fuck? I'm like, 
Sorry, bro. Um, but also Carlos Rodon got shelled today as well. So Oof. <laughs> the crazy thing is like they were so excited about Rodon. It was like, he's our guy, and then he came out and he spoke. And oh, he gets it. He sounds like a Yankee. And how many times can he go out there and put up a stinker before they're like, get this guy off my baseball team? Get him far away. Yeah, I don't I don't know. And I I mean, because he was good. He was good for the the with the Giants last year. Um, but you know, I I still revert I still think of of Renan as a Chicago White Sox when you, we just put a hurt on him too. And so I'm all I guess I'm biased. I don't know. I'm very sorry. I'm sorry, Yankees fans. I still love <laughs> you very much. Um but you know, it's it's one of those, and their their young guns over there are making some moves. Um, Peraza and Cabrera, like, oh look at y'all, Volpe's make. I'm like, oh okay. And um, did you see the Jordan Walker thing for Mm-mm. the Cardinals? Oh my goodness, Jordan Walker apparently is leading all of spring training batters. With an OPS of like 1.6 or something fucking ridiculous. And I was a little confused by that. So I saw the, I saw the article and I was like, dang, Jordan Walker, like, look at you. St. Louis Cardinal, by the way, for those who don't know, um, one of their, one of their very, very highly touted <laughs> prospects can fucking fly around the bases and apparently has a cannon for an arm. I don't understand the grading scale. We will get into that in just a second. Tom, do you know the grading scale? Why Why 80 is the top grade? Why is it, why is it it's not 100? I think it's like one of those things like no one is truly perfect, and this is as close as you can get to perfection is 80. That's dumb. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I think that's what it is. I really is do. Is it really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's – oh, that's dumb. I don't like that. I really wish you would have just said, meow, meow. I mean, if that makes the show go, then wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair, Tom. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so he apparently has like 80 grade speed, like um, got a cannon for an arm. And I was, I was intrigued by the article that I had read and um, was a little confused because I was like, wait a minute, hold on. If Jordan Walker has, I was like, Jordan Walker has a, let me see. What was it? Yeah. Leads all hitters in baseball with a 1.667 OPS in spring training. I'm all, huh. So he he has that over 18 plate appearances. So I was looking at that and was confused because one of our guys, and our guys uh, meaning Astros, one of our, the Astros guys, did you know this, Tom? Justin Dearden? Do you know what Justin Dearden's know. OPS is? It's awesome, and I love it. And, it's amazing. And he needs to be a part of this roster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Justin Dearden's OPS is a 1.8. 1.806. Um, but then how, then how is Jordan Walker considered, quote unquote, the best? And I was like, is it plate appearances? Is it at bats? Like, what is it? So, um, for at bats, Justin Dearden is at nine, and Jordan Walker is at eighteen. So between the two, Jordan Walker has six runs. Justin Dearden has three. Jordan Walker has nine home runs. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, excuse me, not nine home runs, nine hits. I can read. Um, as opposed to Justin Jordan's four, he's got uh, Jordan Walker has three doubles, three home runs, and six ribbies, and his his OPS is one dot six six seven, and his slug is at one dot one six seven. Excuse me. As opposed to Justin Jordan, who over uh, 12 plate appearances. So I'm very confused at as to why the plate appearances don't match the at-bats. That's weird. Um, walks, maybe? Let's see how many walks he has. Two walks, but that still doesn't add up to the plate appearances. So mm. he has nine at-bats and... Two, um, no, because the strikeout, I was thinking maybe strikeouts, but strikeouts, Jordan Walker also has, um, three strikeouts and his plate appearance and his at-bats match. I don't know. Do you know, Tom? Because he, so Justin Dearden has 12 plate appearances, but only nine at-bats. What is that about? Like, like I said, I, I thought it was a, either, like an intentional walk. I don't know if that mm-hmm. accounts as a plate appearance or, um. I, well, I don't think he had any intentional uh, intentional walks. He he walked twice and struck out three times. Um, but I don't know. That's weird. Maybe sacrifices. Does that count as a plate appearance? Um, I don't know. I don't know. We will. We I say we were gonna we're gonna dig into it. Tom's not gonna dig into it. I will dig into it. Maybe if my brain remembers after the show. I might, um, but I don't know oh. if I'll, I don't know if I'll talk you, about it. But I oh, thank, thanks, Tom. If you, if you I know, dig I started, into that and know, just holler at me. I, I definitely, absolutely, I will pass along. I did pull up the grading scale, and oh, it is as thanks. dumb. It is oh. as dumb as you thought. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no, Tom. Why? On top, on top of the fact that there is no hundred, right? Eighty uh-huh. is as high as you can go. Right. Only one of a player's tool can be at an eighty. That's also dumb. Can <laughs> what? I mean, I guess I can kind of see it, but, but I, I've never, I've never heard of like a 75 score, right? Like so, I've only heard like 50, 60, 80. So they are, say they have a two to eight scale without mm-hmm. half grades or okay. a 20 to 80. So it's like 20, 30, 40, 45, I guess, 50, 55, 60, 70, 80. Yeah. But how are you not going to say any, any half scores and then. Half, half the scale has half scores. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <coughs> this one's a little different, but yeah. An 80 is the top of the scale. It says some scouts consider only one player's tool in all of Major League Speed and 80. Think of Aaron Judge's power, Byron Buxton's speed, or all this Chapman's fastball. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Or, or all this Chapman's ability to get random fucking injuries and then not be able to go to spring training. That's weird. I really, I really want to know who, who, who the fuck he got into a fight with. Everyone. Did you, hear, did you, but did you hear that? Did you hear why he couldn't report to spring training on time or he had to leave spring it, training or something? It's a Raldus Chapman. Nothing <laughs> surprises me with a Raldus Chapman. This the guy true. has got ungodly ability and he's an idiot. Like yeah. literally refuses to put it together. And i just, it makes no sense to me. Like I'd kill to be a Raldus Chapman. Because I'd actually want to be good. You can right. just tell he wants to be there. Right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, um, a role to Chapman apparently 
like ran into a doorknob or ran into a door or something and like hurt his mouth and that that's why he couldn't report to like spring training on time or something dumb i'm like wow horrible that's i was like okay and so i mean world chapman is not a great human being anyways and has been in trouble with domestic abuse and allegations and shit not even allegations like legitimately like video of world chapman like doing the shit anyways so at some point i'm like did 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 your did your wife did your wife finally like get so mad that she actually did she do something did she do something back like i'm sure it's warranted <laughs> sure it's warranted but did she did she it's, if so hats off to the right wife. like i just all of it so yeah i really i really want to know though i really want to know tom what will the dynamic be between zach Grinky and aroldis chapman Grinky being such a stone cold killer, probably nothing. He'll obviously have an opinion. And if somebody asks, he'll probably say it. But do, do I think like they'll actually, you know, interact? Confront? Do you think? Nah. No? Nah. Lockers on the other side of I'll, the whole I'll locker purpose, room. Purposefully, purposefully nope. on the other side, right? Who who would win in a hypothetical fight between Aroldo Chapman and Zach Ranke? I'm a big size matters guy. <laughs> oh, I love okay. Zach Ranke. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. That's right. Okay. Size matters. <laughs> exactly where you went. Exactly. <laughs> so I think Grinky being the more slight of stature, he would probably have a hard time with Aroldis Chapman. Aroldis Chapman would literally have to hit Grinky once. That's probably the end of that. I don't know. I, I think I think that That's your hard talking. That's bias. I think Grinky's wily. wily. I, th I think he... <laughs> I don't know. I think he's got he's got that reflex speed. I think he would be able to dodge and weave, and just if you told me which one serial killed the other, Grinky all the way. Okay. <laughs> I think he would sneak up and do some some sneaky stuff. A fisticuffs between the two guys, and they know it's going down. I'm sorry, all a the wily in the world. Yeah, a kerfuffle. If you <laughs> all the wily in the world is going to help Grinky with that dude. All the wily in the world. That's that, yep. I feel like that should be a song. So I think um, I think it should need, be on a t-shirt. There you go. There you go. All the wily in the world. You guys, you guys make that t-shirt. I already have my own t-shirts in in the making. Okay, like that's just saying. Um, um, what was I? Where was I going with that? Oh, so I do. I have. I I made a t-shirt, and it is literally the best description of me that I've ever seen ever in the everness of ever it literally says introverted but willing to discuss baseball <laughs> and i was like oh my god and i literally had only seen like one shirt with these words on it and it was just in like plain like typewriter type and i was like that's not fun i don't like that and so i literally designed a shirt and our good friend uh ram shirts is gonna make it and i'm gonna wear it to the meetup and it's going to be delightful. And I'm so excited about it. And you're going to go to the meetup, right, Tom? Absolutely. I'm so I will excited. Be there. Hooray. Bells on. Yay. Okay. If you don't have bells on, Tom, I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be very, I'll be very disappointed. So gotcha. I, I need all the bells. All the, <laughs> hell's all bells. the bells. All the bells. Um, so if you guys want to uh, join and meet up, um, it will be Sunday, March 26th at Brewski's. 
I, I keep wanting to say sharkies and I literally have to stop myself and think about it. Not sharkies. <laughs> we'll all give you haircuts. <laughs> right? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck sharkies is, but apparently my brain wants to rename it sharkies. No. Brewskies in Stafford. Um, if you are on social media, go check out um, the post and I we will repost it in the meantime as well. But uh, March 26th from 11 to 1. Odds are we will be there a little bit later, um, but those will be the official hours, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., just in case you guys think that I'm not old and don't have a bedtime. 11 p.m. to 1, 1 a.m. is not is not the business. 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. That's when we will be at Brewskies. I almost said Sharkies again um, <laughs> in Stafford there because there's a couple of different locations. So if you're in the Houston area, um, or Houston-ish area, because, you know, everyone knows that I'm not actually in Houston. Uh, come, hang out. Shelby and I will be there. Tom will be there. Um, if you listen to Back That Astros Up a couple of weeks ago, Cam, uh, one of the pitchers, the closer, excuse me, for the University of St. Thomas and Clutch City Cast Pod host. Oh, my gosh. That was very hard to say. Will also be there with his uh, beautiful girlfriend. So come out. Have a great time, drink some drinks, eat some food, talk some baseball. If I can figure it out, we will try and do some sort of actual podcast. I'm not, I don't even know how that is going to work out there. We'll see. Maybe we'll just go live on Instagram and <laughs> have a good old time. But uh, I'm going to be wearing that shirt at the meetup and I'm very excited about it <clears throat> because it, it is, like I said, the best descriptive shirt I've ever seen ever. So I think there's a whole... There's a whole team of baseball women that, that would be like lining up for that for shirt. that shirt because there is a group that would. Uh, we're not trying to talk about nothing. Baseball, absolutely. Done. Let's do it. Done. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, maybe I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see if uh, if uh, Ram shirts. We can add that to the Ram shirts line or whatnot, and it would be our official bourbon and baseball merch. That's that's funny. I like that actually kind of makes me giggle to think that we could have actual merch. I'm like, what? Why do you want this shirt? But, you know, if it describes you by all means. So we may or may not have other merch. I'm thinking maybe if we'll maybe we can do stickers or something because we're not big time like Rob and Tom over there. Y'all are big time. We're not big time. We're, we're trying to. We're trying to. Why, thank you. Um, Yeah, I keep telling I, I, t I told Shelby, I was like, Shelby, can we say that we're like the number one? Astros female-led podcast. Can we say that? And she just she just laughed. She's like, "Yes." And I'm all, "I, I think it's true." I'm like, "I don't know of any other Astros female-led podcast." So we may just we may just say it. We may just run run with it. Yeah, you know, nobody needs to know that we're like the only female-led Astros baseball podcast. You just disregard that fact, okay? Just just know it's way more impressive to say that we're the number one Astros female-led podcast. I mean, we're, we're going to run with it. That's that's what's going to happen. And everyone's going to be like, wow, Susie. I'm all, I know. I know, right? Uh, it is. It's very impressive. But do you guys have merch? You guys have merch. Yeah? Some, some. Some. He's got... So Rob's out of San Antonio. So he's got a guy in San Antonio. It's uh, Campeche Collective. They make oh, okay. some Astros. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I've seen that. Yeah. I wish I had, I wish I had athletic... athletic. a cool... Poster. Oh, ooh. and then I've got I've got a hat somewhere, but I I, I don't wear it. <laughs> I should, but I don't. 
I want to wear my Astro stuff. Like, it, it, I know that sounds horrible, but I want to wear my Astro stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and, and as we're talking, I got my Dynamo stuff on now, but you know. Wrong sport. Wait. <sighs> yeah, soccer. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. All the sports. All the, all if, the if Houston, Houston sports. had a hockey team, I'd be a hockey guy too. You know, I would I would go watch hockey just for the fights. I wouldn't even care. I would just go for the fights. I feel like that I would hear, be a thing. I hear they're more subdued these days, but oh, yeah, that's sad. sign me up. That's sad. Um, but anyways, okay, going going back to actual baseball talk because we've we've gotten off subject. I don't know why nobody. I don't. You, it's it it's the people's. They sh- they should know by now that this is what they get for. <laughs> this is what they get for what they paid for. Um, oh, yeah. so going back to to uh, Rollis Chapman being a freaking domestic abuser. I just this is this is this is where I put my my judgy glasses on apparently because apparently if you can throw a ball real hard real fast you can do pretty much whatever the fuck you want and not get in trouble for it and that in and of itself is just a little depressing and everyone's gonna come and be, be like oh well trevor bauer's still out of the league blah 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 and if you're one of those people that are gonna come after me for trevor bauer then you should probably just block me and i don't i don't give a fuck if you support trevor bauer just that's not that's not a thing okay um if you support Mike Clevenger. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Um, so if you are not aware, Mike Clevenger, uh, formerly of the San Diego Padres, now of the Chicago White Sox, was brought up on domestic abuse allegations. And there were there there were actual charges drawn up. MLB did an investigation, and apparently MLB cleared him of any wrongdoing and that I just am trying to find the words that aren't all of the cuss words because <laughs> well we do cuss on here you know I try not to make it overly a thing but I feel like he deserves all the motherfucking cuss words because I don't I don't know how you have the proof in front of you and they just are like, meh, let's, here's, here's some, some counseling. Sure. Let's just go, go do the things, Mike Clevenger. Cause it does not matter that you ghosted your first wife and blocked her number and went to spring training last year. And basically cut off all contact and then served her divorce papers out of the blue. And apparently it also does not matter that you threw chewing tobacco, used chewing tobacco, on your infant child from another woman that apparently you cheated on the first wife with. Um, and that you threw iPads at and she went to the hospital for that. And then apparently it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't fucking matter because if you can throw a ball fast and hard and if you can contribute at all to an athletic team you can pretty much apparently do whatever the fuck you want and that just i don't know how to reconcile my brain around this and it's not the first time that that has happened i don't think you have to reconcile your brain around it because i don't think it's right 
I think that that man is a garbage human. And it is one of those things where there are a lot of garbage humans that get paid well to play a sport and think they're above the law and people. And, you know, I get it. Some of those guys feel like, or not those guys, but I mean, as athletes, they have to live with that mentality that, you know, I am the best or I'm striving to be the best or whatever, but that gives them no right to, you know, mistreat anyone, you know, based off of that. And, uh, Mike Clevenger is a perfect example of, you know, person who probably thinks the world of himself and will treat every other person like dog shit if he can. And I really, really can't wait for karma to catch up with this guy because they, there needs to be a place in a hole somewhere where he goes and is never heard from ever again, not in baseball, not in society, not in anything because it's just wrong. It's just wrong. Like the, the fact that he's allowed to continue pitching is again, a failure of another professional, you know, league to do the right thing when stuff like this happens. I mean, I, you could go to any other sport. I mean, you could stay in baseball if you wanted to. You just brought up Trevor Bauer. And, uh, I mean, there's different times where this needed to be handled the right way to stop this from happening. And until Manfred gets it right, until these other guys gets it right, I fear that, you know, we haven't seen the last Mike Clevenger. Hell, we probably haven't seen the last of Mike Clevenger in this arena. You know, this will this will be something where he's going to take all the rope given and it's just horrible. And I really hope that somebody gets their shit together. Uh, but I mean, to play devil's advocate, which sucks, they're going to continue the behavior until it is shown that people will do something about their behavior. And I mean, when you literally have video evidence and picture evidence and still yet these motherfuckers can, are allowed to play and not even allowed, not even allowed to, to keep playing, but they are starting games and integral parts of, of the team. It, it just, it, it's one of those, like, it's it, the behavior will not change because the system has shown that they don't give a fuck. And that, that makes my blood boil. And, I mean, there was a video circling Twitter this week about a football player. Did you see it? The, a football player, and he so only got charged like six months. You know which video I'm talking about? I don't know. I don't know exactly which football player. I know there was a college football player, a highly touted one, that was speeding, a street racing. Somebody got injured, and he's gonna go to the NFL Combine and continue on. And it's like, how are you setting the right example for this guy? You know, or guys to come after him when you basically go, "Ah, oh, we'll, we'll figure that out later. Just, just go, go get drafted." You know, it's like, yeah, no, this is, this was not that. No, this is a, this, I think this is a current football player. And I forgive me. Cause I don't, I don't know my football players, but it was, it's a current football player. And this, the video that was going around were from like nanny cams. And the guy literally picked his girlfriend, fiance, baby mama, whatever up off the couch and threw her against 
the TV. TV falls down on her. She's on the ground. And he's he's basically stepping over. You see him slap her, slap him a couple more times while she's on the ground. Then you see like the you see a different angle from the kitchen after the the initial video. She and she gets up and you see you see him slap her a couple more times and then basically take her head and like shove it up against a wall. I don't I don't know what more you need. I I literally don't know more what more you need. There's no there was no there's no denying that it's right there and he only got he only got sentenced like to 6 months of of prison for that. I'm all cool. Cool. So we don't again, like there are people in prison for having fucking weed on them that are ser- that is serving more time than that. Are, are you kidding me right now? Like, you mean to tell me that having, you know, a, an amount over the the legal amount of weed, you're going to get more prison time over that than, than what this motherfucker got for literally throwing another human being against a wall? We, it, it, society's broken. But we don't have enough time to talk about all the society <laughs> because that that's not, that's not what this is about. But just know, just know that if you, if you condone that type of behavior, if you say, oh, well, that, well, what did, what did she do to deserve that? If that is your question, you should probably stop listening to, to the show and you should just, you should maybe reconsider your priorities in your life. Cause that's not, that's not a thing. Okay. Like if your first question needs to be, Oh, well, she did something to provoke him. No, no, that's not, that's not, that's not a thing. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's the part where I just, uh, everything is broken in this societies where if you can, if you show any sort of athletic ability that people can make money off of you, that your behavior will be excused because I guarantee you that if I could pick up a child or, you know, someone smaller than me and threw them against a wall and there was video evidence of it, you will be, you can guarantee I will get more than six months of jail time. If the common person has video evidence of that and it is a shut, open and shut case, there we go, words are hard. I, I'm just boggled, but again, it doesn't, it, it shouldn't boggle my mind. It shouldn't, but it still does. Cause apparently I'm, I'm a optimistic human being. <sighs> Anyhow. Words. Um, but we're going to move on to happier words. We're going to move on to happier words. Cause I like happier words. Um, if you missed, um, any of the Astro show earlier, we talked about, um, some of our players that have been showing out and we're going to talk about some of the Astros players that are showing out that may or may not make the 26 man roster. And I am a little sad about that. Justin Dearden making, making great strides outfielder. Do you think that Tom, do you think that Justin Dearden has a chance to leapfrog over Jake Myers? I don't realistically because I know, or at least I've seen 
the affinity for him from Dusty and the front office. They want Jake Myers to be a thing. He sh- he flashed two years ago, looked like every bit the center fielder of the future, had a horrible last season, and now, okay, they feel he's passed whatever injury. Obviously, he got injured two years ago. That kind of derailed him. And now he's all the way healthy and back and not fighting anything. They want uh, Jake Myers to regain his form. However, the Astros have made their hay bringing young prospects who showed and said go. Right. One of the things that I think the Astros do better than any other team, you know, we talked about the Yankees earlier. They've got three studs in their minor league system wasting away there. The Astros, they, they, they see a stud. All right, let's do it. You know, Jeremy Pena, let's do it. Um, Justin Dearden, I feel like can be another one of those studs. And if for any reason, Jake Myers or, or Chaz, I I know, I know we're team Chaz. I'm team Chaz, but with this roster assembled with these, with, with, with this, you know, monster that they have, one spot should never be an issue. They should go get whoever they got to go get, whether he's in the minors or whether he's on somebody else's team. Right, because they're. I I don't want to say World Series a bust. That's not fair, but it should be. It should be where they are as defending right. champions, bringing everybody back. It should be World Series a bust. Yeah, I think ALCS seven game something happens, whatever, fine. But short of that, this team should be right there. Yeah, and if Justin Dearden's beating the brakes off the baseball in Sugarland, he better not be there long. Yeah, well, and Corey Jolks. Also, making making a name for himself. I really don't understand how Corey Jocks didn't get picked up in the Rule Five. I I really think that that's people missed out. Like some scouting department somewhere, like really fucked up and did not do their homework on on Corey Jocks. Um, I mean, because at this point, like like right now, he is better than some of those some of those minor leaguers, some of the people that are on teams right now. Like you could get more production out of Corey Jolks. Um, and I just, I feel so bad for these, for these, for these uh, minor leaguers coming up. Cause they're basically, they're, they look at the Astros and they're like, well, not going to break <laughs> in at third, third base anytime soon. Not, you know, like, oh, all right. I guess, guess center second base is kind of locked up for a little while too. Um, hmm. What can I do to, you know, and so then you got, you got people, trying to become catchers now. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, but we, we've got a plethora of young, young farm talent that, that are coming up through the ranks. And it cracks me up when people are like, oh, the Astros farm system's washed. I'm like, tell me that you have not watched any of the plays play, and players and, or anything. Because, yeah, the rankings, the rankings may say it. But the players themselves, if you've been watching, have been amazing. Um, so between Dearden, um, CJ Stubbs also coming on and, and getting some hits. Will Wagner, son of son of Billy Wagner. Do you think I asked Rob this too? Do you think that Billy that um, Billy Wagner would throw BP to Will Wagner? I absolutely think he would. <laughs> I think I think he doesn't have to because he probably got to a point where it's like high school. Okay, I've seen everything you got, Dad. I can take you yard if I want to. 
You know what I mean? I, I can't imagine how that wasn't a thing. Like when he was coming up as a kid, right? Wanting all the smoke from dad, bring it, bring it. Like Do you- they probably had that at least 10 times. I don't, I still, well, I mean, I, I, I would think that, that, you know, Billy Wagner in his prime could probably give all the smoke to Will Wagner. I don't know about current. I don't know about current Billy Wagner giving Will Wagner all the smoke. Um, but that would be, that would be funny though. Like I, I couldn't even imagine. All right. 98. Try and hit it. Let's go. What dog? My dog is like pawing at me down here. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. So we've you know we've got a, a plethora of 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 minor leaguers just hitting the freaking cover off the baseball. Oh, um, like I said, CG Stubbs, little brother of Garrett Stubbs. If you guys remember our backup backup catcher from a few years ago, a few seasons ago, now with Phillies. Um, I did. I loved Garrett Stubbs. I loved his energy, and he barely got to play. He barely got to play. Um, and I guess in the Phillies, he still <laughs> barely gets to play because JT Real Muto. Um, but I feel like it's a it's a good problem to have that all of our all of our players are so good that they're all blocked. But also, it's amazing because if if and when the if and when Kyle Tucker decides to test free agency, that hurt my heart to say. That hurt my heart to say. We have got. I w- I'm not going to say comparable because that's I don't. I don't believe it's comparable, but it will be serviceable. It, it will not be a big black hole of of nothingness out there. Um, they will be. You know, I I don't I don't believe any boogie can replicate Kyle Tucker because Kyle Tucker is is one in a in a bajillion, but it will be serviceable. And and who knows? And I think I don't know. I kind of feel like Jake Myers may be packaged up with somebody and traded. And I really it kind of hurts my heart that nobody is putting the respect on Chaz McCormick's name. And and here's the thing, like I I know we talk about it. I know other people talk about it. It's the thing to do in spring training, right? Right. Opening day, Chaz McCormick will be in center field. Yes. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's anybody that will tell you different. I don't think there's any way there isn't anything short of injury. I think what the Astros have done so well the last five, six years or whatever, is they have been so good about bringing guys up to get them a taste in spring training, to get them all the, the, you know, sitting in a locker next to Jose, you know, doing all the things so that by the time it's their turn, Jeremy Pena, by the time it's your turn, your eyes aren't, they're not so big. It's not so hard. So while we talk about Will Wagner, Will Wagner is probably three, four or five years away. While we talk about uh, Justin Dearden, he may be a couple years away. These are guys that are going to be in our minor league system but you're getting to see the flashes. Right. Um, I don't ever want to think of a world where Kyle Tucker wears another jersey. I don't. That's true. It's not, That's true. It's not fun. I didn't think that when Carlos Correa left. I did not want to think of a world without Carlos Correa being a Houston Astro. You know, get the facts or shut the fuck up. <laughs> I never right. wanted him to, after that day, I never wanted him to wear another jersey. Right now, 
Jeremy Pena is a shortstop of the Houston Astros, and I am ride or die for Jeremy Pena. Right. And and I may be saying the same thing about Justin Dearden two years from now, three right. years from now. My right my right fielder is Justin Dearden, and we we got to come up with something other than King. We we got to we got to figure out a cool nickname, right? Because that's our guy, and he's and he's bopping and he's running, and because I mean he he looks the part too, you know, yeah. steal some bags, play some defense, hit the ball a long way. Yeah. Short compact yeah. spring. I love that, that this is a good problem to have that we're over here going, how in the world is Corey joke still on this team? Yeah. When he hit 31 homers last year in triple a, yeah. you know, like I love that. And you may be right. Maybe Myers gets traded. Maybe jokes gets traded. Who knows? There may right. be a starting pitcher out there that is sick of their team that wants to come win a ring. And we're a starter short, you know, right. a la Zach Grinky. You know, right. And that's how we get them. Yeah, yeah. But I do you do you think that Brandon Belak will be our sixth starter? I think he could. <laughs> I think he could. You I could just eat some innings. Have, I just not would would not have any faith. That that's my problem. Yeah. I would rather see them give the ball to Forrest Whitley and let him pitch five innings and then basically like a or, or make him an opener and make it like a bullpen day. I'd rather see that. If we don't think Forrest Whitley can go five innings without an injury, mm-hmm. let him pitch three. And then Stanek, Abreu, Canoles, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I, to Presley. Right. I don't. See, and that's that's another one. Like Anoli Pradis. I feel so bad, Anoli Pradis. Like, do you get stage fright? Is that what is that what is happening? Because he was lights out in twenty twenty. He was lights out in twenty twenty. And then twenty twenty one came out. And I don't know if it was I don't know if it was the if the lights got brighter, if the the noise had to have gotten louder, obviously. The people did it did you did it get in your head, Anoli? Do you need to go talk to Frombers? Mind guy, I think you do. Like, I want Anoli Paredes back in the bullpen so, so badly. So badly. And every time they bring him back up, because he, he goes he goes down to AAA, and he's freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. And then comes up, and he's not amazing. He's not the Anoli mm-hmm. that we know that he could be in them all. Oh, Anoli Paredes. <laughs> that makes me so sad. But that that's another guy. And then Ronald Blanco is freaking being amazing and filthy. And... Dana Brown is over here saying, "Oh, can we can we stretch this guy out to be a long long reliever? Can can we give him a couple more innings?" So you know we got set, we haven't even seen JP France this spring. We haven't seen who who else who else did we have not seen? Um, you were going to say Seth Martinez. We haven't seen Seth Martinez. Why have we not seen Seth Martinez? But I think Seth Martinez breaks with breaks with them anyway, though. Here's but. the thing, and and maybe this is something, maybe it's not. Today was the last day that all of the guys that aren't in the, uh, aren't in the WBC mm-hmm. are sitting, because the Astros have 13 guys going to play in the WBC. <sighs> yeah, tied for the the most out of any other team. Yeah, but the Cardinals. So you're going to get all of the Seth Martinez. You're going to get all of the JP France. You're going to get yep. all of the Justin Dearden. You're going to get all these guys. Yeah. So again, great problem to have. They're going to have spring training elsewhere. 
where it's a highly more competitive spring training. Right. While you got the young guys over there battling everybody else's opening day rosters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so again, we're going to say it's spring training. Spring training records don't matter. But only to my my pride when we, when the Nats beat us <laughs> or the Yankees hey, beat us. Did you see that Braves game the other day when they were down 8-0, came back 1-11-8? That that was amazing. That was amazing. I and I didn't I I didn't even talk shit to my Braves fan. I didn't even talk shit because I know because <laughs> I know it's spring training and you know all the all the points are made up and it doesn't matter. Like I know, but it was amazing because all of the runs were were base hits. It 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 wasn't long balls, and I was like, kudos, kudos, good job stringing hits together because that is the hardest fucking thing to do, right? Um, pitch clock. I'm still I'm still on the pitch clock bandwagon. I am so locked into these games. I wish the pitch clock was longer though. I will say that. Yes. I wish. I wish that it went like maybe like twenty and twenty five. So twenty without a yes. without a, without someone, and then twenty five uh, with with someone on base. I think fifteen and twenty is a little short. But the fact that I, we're getting through these games in like two hours, two and a half hours, and then I get to watch other baseball games, I've got enough time now <laughs> to do all of that. Done. Give me all the baseball. Like, cool. Give me, give me all the baseball. I get to watch more baseball now that I don't have to watch four hour fucking games of, of Astros fans. Don't hate me. Don't hate me. Okay. But I do not have to watch 45 seconds of Jose Altuve stepping out, adjusting bands, adjusting <laughs> this band, doing one of these, fixing his, fixing his batting helmet, swinging the bat. I don't got to watch 45 seconds of that. Okay, he's getting in, he's digging, and he, and we're going. Okay, now maybe, maybe, I'm just, maybe that attributes a little bit to the fact that he, he was like, oh, for his first 10. I don't know. He's, he's still getting used to it. I get it. Okay, he's got a rhythm. I get it. I understand. Okay, the curmudgeons, you know who I'm talking to, curmudgeons out there that are saying, <laughs> this is not the baseball that I was raised with. This is not the baseball. I get it. I understand. I hear you. Okay, but like. Do you really enjoy watching all the motherfuckers do the things and adjusting their cups? And I, do you do you enjoy that? I I can't I can't say that you do. Like, and then everyone's gonna be like, "But it's a thinking game, and now they now they can't play the mind games." And yes, you can. Yes, you fucking can. Because did you not watch Max Scherzer freaking hold the ball for all of the seconds and just stare at the at the at the at the guy in the box and then just froze him? Guys, like I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna stare down with Max Scherzer. Yes, they can still play the mind games. Okay, they can still play them. It's gonna be harder, but they can still play them. I think it's advantage pitcher a lot. I, I mean, especially like the point you just made. Scherzer has all the power in that, right? Yeah. So he stared him down, took it all the way to the end. The guy only gets one timeout. So once he blew the timeout. Then he's then he's ready to go. So the minute he's back in the box, he's firing at him, and it's like advantage Scherzer all the way. Like that guy had yeah. no chance at that point. Yeah, and um, I agree. I totally agree. The twenty, the twenty-five. I think that's perfect. I think five more seconds is exactly what everybody needs to be able to shorten up your stuff. Because hey, yeah. I'm a big fan of Tucker with the dirt. 
And it's spitting the, the, in the, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I just got to tap the, the edge of the bat, you know, knock off the, the, the little speck that's on the edge of the bat. I, I dig that. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like if you grew up with Jeff Bagwell and his weird stance, you know, or, or, or some of the, the, the iconic stances, the grippy right. or whatever, you kind of need some of that, but find a middle ground. I feel right. like right now it's just a little too quick. Well, so I like the, the pitch clock doesn't bother me as much as the batter having to be in the box and alert to the pitcher within eight seconds. That's what bothers me because that was not brought up at all when this, when this came out, right? Like all of a sudden, right? Like right before they were like, Oh, uh, BT dubs batter also <laughs> has to be in the box and alert to the pitcher at eight seconds. And everyone's like, I'm sorry. What the fuck now? What? you just you just threw that you just threw that right in with the with the pitch clock so that i i I feel is is a little bit detrimental like i don't understand why why they eight seconds like if they're not ready then it's like you know what i'm saying like it's their own damn fault like i don't know why why you've got to police that like so maybe maybe they reassess that i don't know but i also don't understand the the alert to the pitcher thing like i've seen calls already where the guy was in the box bad up and they said, oh, he's not alert because he's not, I guess, done with his waggle or whatever. I'm like, who cares? Like, right. he's in the box. He's staring at the pitcher. That's it. Let it go. So yeah. I've seen it a couple of times. I think Jeremy Pena got rung up on something like that. And it's yeah. like, he's in the box. He's looking down at the pitcher. If that guy uh, uh, throws the cheese by him, so be it. Yeah. But you ringing him up kind of like takes the bat out of the, the, the batter's hands, you know. Yeah. Give him a chance to foul something off, that kind of thing. Yeah, I so, you know, and again, I get it. It's spring training and we all know that they've been told that this is this is where we're we're learning the rules, guys. Like that so I do have to believe that in in games they ha- they will be a little bit more nuanced to to it. Um, you know, I I was listening today basically um when one of the the pitcher had to run down to first to to cover first after um after they first baseman had to go get it or whatever. And they were like, well, when the announcer was like, when does the pitch clock actually start? Is it when the pitcher come, like when the play is done, does the pitcher have the 15 seconds to get back to the mound and like ready or like what happens? And I guess therein lies the gray, gray area because I don't think it actually says. And there has been some times where they have started it when the pitcher like got the ball at that first base, not when they got back to the mound. And so I'm like, well, that didn't fucking make any sense. Like that's dumb, but they started like, once they get back to the mound, you know? And I was like, okay, no, that, that, that makes more sense. Um, but you know, it's, it's one of those where I, I, I have to believe that there will be a little bit more nuanced during, during season and especially during playoff games. I, like everyone's like, oh my God, I can't, I, if the world series ends on, on one, it's not, I'm like, I, I truly, honestly believe that they will not let it end on a fucking like n- batter not not uh, being aware to the pitcher. Like I-, I really feel that that the world will actually burn if that happens. Okay, <laughs> I think Manfred's fired before the champagne pops. Like, like, <laughs> right, it, breaking news: ESPN, Rob Manfred relieved of duties. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like before they even hand the trophy over. Um, I, I, I really do believe and you know, the fact that like 90 umpires retired, it wasn't 90, I think it was like 10, I think like 10 old 
I was going to say old school, not old school. Veteran, veteran umpires <laughs> said, said, fuck this shit. We are out of here. I'm not going to have to deal with the pitch clock and all of these violations. Nope, not going to do it. Um, and all of the minor league AAA umpires that have, co- have come up that have been dealing with the pitch clock and all of these these things. Um, for the last couple of seasons. So they, they know, they know what to deal. They know what to look for. They know how to deal with it. And I really believe that the kinks will get worked out. And I think by, I don't know, probably like April, May, I don't think we're talking about it anymore. And I don't think you're going to, I don't think you're going to notice as much now because now you see the difference. Like you realize the big difference. I don't, I don't think you, we will come, come March, not March, like April, April, May. It's going to, it, it's going to take some time. People don't like change. We, we all know this, but I think, <laughs> I think, I think it'll be, I think it would be perfect at like 20 and 25 and then get I, rid of the freaking batter rule. That's dumb. I agree. And I hope they revisit it. Maybe all-star break. Right. And go, okay, we've got some data now. This is where we're seeing the issue. Maybe yeah. we, we increase it. And then, like you said, postseason, not even talking about it because everybody's well within that time frame. Maybe they take an extra beat if they want to play the gamesmanship role and, like, take it all the way down to one. Right. Something like that. Yeah. But, I mean, at that point, when people are like, oh, my God, four-hour games. Like, at that point, yes. Yes. Do I want to watch four hours of, of championship ball? You're damn right. Do I want to watch four hours of the A's kicking our ass? No, no, I don't. No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Dallas Braden, that was for you. Um, but that's, <clears throat> it's, it's one of those things. Like I don't, I don't want to watch four hours of, of, of quote unquote meaningless baseball. I will watch four hours of championship ball though. You know, and everyone's like, Oh, casual fan, blah, blah, blah. No, I am not a casual fan. Don't come at me with that. Cause I will throw a punch you. <laughs> But yeah, so it's, I really do believe that everything will get worked out and, um, you won't, you won't hate it as much. I say you, not you, Tom, but like you as in the veritable curmudgeons that are on my timeline. Mall! Pitch clock! Mall! Not my game! Blah, blah, blah! Because that's, that's what, that's the voice that I read all of the tweets <laughs> complaining about the pitch clock in. I need, I need an episode of you just reading these tweets now because I think that would be solid gold. <laughs> Uh, All the views. <laughs> I, I'm over there retweeting. Have you heard Susie's tweets episode? Right. You gotta listen to that. Like, it should that's be. It should be. It. it should be like that. That um. That the mean tweets about celebrities is that on what Jimmy Kimmel? I think that, it's Kimmel. Yeah. Is yeah. it Kimmel? Celebrities read their mean tweets. That's that's what I should do. That maybe we'll, we'll Susie maybe we'll make reads that a segment. Mean baseball tweets. <laughs> In that voice. Um. And we'll clip that, and that'll be that'll be the clip you, that I put out. You need out the little bird every... coming across. You need the whole shebang, oh. and then it's like you get to answer it. Like, what did you want them to do? Knock it in the box, <laughs> <laughs> right? That would be that would be delightful. Um, thanks, Tom. We'll, maybe maybe we'll do that. Um, but yeah, I look. I I get it. I get it. Baseball baseball is, is a change in. I wasn't around for the first baseball change when they lowered the mound. I want to know, did were, was there this much tribulation when when they lowered the mound ninety four years think, ago? I don't think it was the same. It, just because 
I mean, there wasn't social media back then, so that that we we didn't have the echo chambers. There's so much that social media has done to sports that you listen to athletes talk, Jordan, Barkley, those kind of guys. Like, I could have done it in the social media era. Like, (laughs) you know, I would have been fined all the time. I would have said some dumb stuff. Everybody would have caught me. Like, I think we're more opinionated now than we ever were before because somebody's out there listening. And, you know, when these rules changed happened before, you were probably mad for five seconds. And then you just were like, eh, whatever, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and again, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, the information is, is so at our fingertips all the time. And the reactions to that information is at our fingertips all the time. And, you know, like, and, and again, I think that people obviously are more bold now than they ever have been because at no point have they been punched in the fucking nose for shit they've said, right? Because <laughs> I guarantee you, if you've been punched in your face for shit you've said, you would probably think twice about tweeting at a celebrity, I hope you die. Like, it's just, it's one of those things where, I'm sorry, what? Why would you, why would you think that that would be okay? Like, again, I, I was raised that if I'm not going to say shit to the person's face, probably shouldn't be saying it what a novel fucking idea, you know, <laughs> like wh- who would have thunk it? Like one of the few lessons that my, that my, that I listen to and actually appreciate from my parents. If you're not going to say it to someone's face, don't fucking say it. That's just plain and simple. Okay. That's how like rumors are started. That's how gossip is started. And maybe, maybe you think that that athlete will never see that tweet or that rude comment on their Instagram, but you know what? Like they're fucking people too. And I don't, I'm pretty sure that if someone told you, you know, that they, that you are a horrible fucking person, it would hurt your feelings. But, you know, again, people are, are behind their fucking keyboards and in their mother's basements doing stupid shit. And pretty sure you just haven't been punched across the fucking face for shit you've said. Or maybe you have, and you're just dumb. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know your life. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my, that's my social lesson for, for this week. If you're not going to, if you're not willing. (laughs) And I do believe we lost Susie again. I do believe that we will get her back shortly. I'm pretty confident she's back. <laughs> it's a magic trick, y'all. It's a magic trick. I think Riverside is just so mad right now that they're like, you know what? When Susie's on her soapbox, we're just, we're just not, we just don't care anymore. We just don't care. We don't like the sound of her voice any longer and we don't want to listen to her. So therefore we're just going to shut down. I think that's, I think that's it. This was a little different. Last time you were like straight freeze. This time you just disappeared. So for me, it was easy to go and we lost her. And when she comes back, we'll get back into it. And then you pop back up. Huh. Ta-da! It's, it's, it is. It's the best magic trick that I've ever done. But we've gone long, um, and I think there's like four different episodes now all into one recording. So now I'm going to have to try and figure <laughs> out what the fuck to do with that. We're going to see. So, um, It'll but, be like, Susie, part one. <laughs> Susie, part two. It may actually be. Return of the Jedi. Because <laughs> my brain will be like, wait, you want me to do what with these? No, no, we're not doing that. Um but yeah, so we've been talking for quite some time, and I don't actually know how, how long because, 
again, this is a brand new recording, apparently. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Um, if you have not given us a five star review, don't give us any less than five stars, okay, guys? Like that's just rude. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but go do the reviews, give the stars, Apple, Spotify, subscribe on YouTube. Okay, all of those numbers matter. Apparently. Australia loves us. Thank you to all of our Australian listeners. We love you. Um, I don't know if there's a different way to say I love you in Australian. <laughs> I'll have to look at that. I'll have to find out. Okay. What would Chris Hemsworth do? Right. I, mm, I don't know. <laughs> My Thanks, Tom. My brain just went into like Chris Hemsworth mode and I don't, I don't know what I was about to say now. Um, <laughs> So if you want to come hang out to Shelby and I, Tom will be there March, Sunday, March 26th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Brewski's in Stafford. We will be there. We are hanging out. Um, apparently there's going to be drinks, food, baseball talk, maybe merch. I don't know. Maybe a podcast. Also don't know. We'll try and figure that out. But it'll be a good time regardless because I'm going to be there. And again, the shirt will say introverted, but willing to discuss baseball. Done and done. So if you have not subscribed, please do give the ratings, give the reviews because we like those. Um, and then when I try and get, you know, sponsorships and get paid for all of the things, maybe there, there will be less cussing. Who knows? I don't. But that will be helpful in, you know, getting some sponsorships or giving us money. I don't know. Maybe Shelby will send you fleet pictures for that. Also, don't know. <laughs> also, if you follow us on um, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, don't follow on TikTok because that's dumb. But we have all of those. <laughs> TikTok is awesome. I just can't do it because I'm dumb. But you can go follow. The personal Twitter is Susie Fulton 111 The show Twitter is Bourbon in the letter N, B-Ball. Okay, don't follow Bourbon and Baseball. She's a very nice lady, but she's not the, the host of this show. Okay. <laughs> but also an Astros fan. So I understand where the confusion lies. But Bourbon in the letter N, B ball. That is the show Twitter. The YouTube is Bourbon and Baseball Podcast. Bourbon and Baseball Pod. Just kidding. The Instagram is Bourbon and Baseball Pod. So go subscribe, go rate and review. We would love to get back on the U.S. charts, Australia charts. We are moving up and down, and I don't actually know how that happens. But apparently Australians love us. We love you, Australia, and all of your koalas. They're like, <laughs> fuck you, Susie. There are not that many koalas here. <laughs> but, Tom, thanks for filling in for Shelby. Tell us where we can find you and the show. Okay, you can find me on Twitter, at Third Coast Tom. If you're looking for a slightly different Astros vibe, not 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 that there's anything wrong with what we do on here, because I love it. I'm a big fan. But me and Rob, we're a little more PG-13. We keep it a little clean. You know, we, we got some youngins running around that may want to watch us do our thing. Yeah. Uh, it's Astros Baseball Podcast. You can find that anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at Astros Baseball Pod. And... Uh, yeah, definitely come check us out. We are looking forward to the, the opening day. We're ready for these strows to do what we know these strows are going to do. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to getting with Susie, having some drinks, talking more about it, and I'll catch you all there.
For sure. Again, thanks, Tom. Um, we had a blast. I say we, like I have a mouse in my pocket. Um, I don't have <laughs> a mouse in my pocket. I do. My dog is, is down there. He also had a great time hanging out with you, Tom. So, and with that, uh, we will say goodnight and uh, yay baseball. I'm going to stop this now.